Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Disjunctive Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. Yo, 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 yo! Hello, everybody. I am your host, Charlie, and I'm joined once again by the prolific cover himself, Zilios. It is good to see you on this beautiful Thursday night of May the 19th of 2022. Oh, my. Yes, yes, it is. Oh, ladies, that's what calendar reads. I'm assuming it's actually correct. I, I believe so. I, I, what did you say? May 19th, right? I mean, that's what Windows is telling me. Yeah, I that's mean, what my computer concurs with you, so let's go with that. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this, of course, is the Thursday Night hang- Hangout. It's a weekly live show. We try our best to cover the topics that are most important to you during the show. If you haven't uh, had a chance to submit your topic, question, etc., have no fear. All you got to do is drop it in the chat, be it on Facebook, on Twitch, or on YouTube, and we will try to add it to the list of uh, of topics for the show. If we do, unfortunately, have, uh, run out of time, have no fear. We will add it to the very next show. So without, very, uh, without further ado, let's jump into it. The first thing is, there's not going to be a show next week. No show next week? What shall we ever do with our lives, sir? Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in the Atlanta area, I highly recommend that you be at Momocon Thursday night at 7 o'clock for the video game changer for the good question mark. Because that is where I shall be. And I have a couple of potential people to uh, jump on the panel with me. Nice. Um, uh, unfortunately, some of the people that uh, that have helped us out in previous years uh, are not doing conventions this year. So, ah. Uh. Which is understandable. I know that there are quite a few people out there who are still going, that are holding off on doing conventions until 2023. So, so my understanding is with Momocon at least is 100% masked. This is an accurate statement. Correct. Correct. It is 100% masked uh, while in the Georgia World Congress Center. Ah, but you can step out and be free. Obviously, because once you step outside, now you are. Uh, then you you're basically holding to the laws and rules of the city of Atlanta or the state of Georgia, um, and we currently do not have a mask mandate. And apparently, Momocon 2022 is nearly twice the amount of space of 2019. So it would be because it's this year. Generally. It's in. It, it's the first year. Well, it wouldn't have been the first year if COVID didn't hit. But we're it's in Hall B. Um, so if you've been to previous Momocons, understand that it is not going to be where you've gone before. It is where no Momocon'er has ever gone before. Exactly. Uh, I, I will be, um, unloading, uh, or I guess building the table Thursday morning. I thought about doing it Wednesday afternoon, but they're not going to be open until, uh, until four o'clock. And uh, since I now work strictly remote and I am no longer just down the street, uh, it makes no sense for me to try to fight rush hour traffic to get down there and set up. So I'll be going down first thing Thursday morning, setting up. The vendor hall actually opens up at 2 p.m. And I've already got, um, I've already scheduled the first interview, um, which is sweet. Because uh, one of the developers reached out to me and um, nice. uh, was looking to schedule interviews. So I was like, yes. And I'll be doing it before the expo hall op- opens. And hopefully, maybe, um, some of the other developers will also be in the area. And I can knock out quite a few uh, interviews in that time frame. You can beat the traffic Wednesday by taking Marta. But I have to build the table. <laughs> Bring it all with you and Marta. Yeah, No. <laughs> No. no, you come with like all your suitcases, your tables, your tents, and everything. That'd be epic. I mean, I've got it down. To, the The only problem is the TV. If I if I didn't mm. have to bring the TV, it's all in one suitcase, basically. What if you brought a projector? What I projected on though? The alt confusion sign. The alt confusion sign's red. Well, you're gonna see a red video game. Oh boy, but um. Yeah, I, I, um, I'll have a, a hard drive filled with uh, previous episodes of Thursday Night Hangout, so they'll be go- they'll be going. Uh, I've got a couple of uh, friends 
uh, that will uh, step in from time to time, uh, just in case I need to leave the table for a second. So hopefully everything goes well. Nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get into the real topics here. The first, to- uh, I guess, the next topic because we already talked Is about Momocon not real. Oh no, Momocon's very, very real. Okay, just making sure. Uh, but I do want to bring up. Uh, speaking of, uh, let's just stick with the local news real quick. Um, I'm excited uh, that there was an announcement that was made by our favorite uh, nerdy bar uh, called Ballin Brew. Uh, Ballin Brew, or I guess the owners of Ballin Brew, whomever they are now, because I think they've changed ownership three or four times since <laughs> the days of it just being down the street from SPSU, which is Southern Polytech. Wait, SPSU. Southern Polytech State University. Close enough. Um, they uh, they are opening a spot in the battery. Now, for those in Atlanta who are not from Atlanta, you have no idea what the hell the battery is. It's that big entertainment area outside of uh, Truist Park, which is where the Atlanta Braves play. Could be totally honest with you. Uh, this new battle and brew being put in the battery might actually give me a reason to go over there because I don't watch I like the batteries actually we should go there sometime it's actually kind of cool I've heard it's amazing I've heard that there that there's about as many people interested in just chilling there as there are going to a baseball game I have not been there during a baseball game to be fair that's not really one of my plans in life um but as just a general place to go to hang out and partake in festivities it's pretty solid pretty solid it kind of makes sense because like the battery has like other like, you know, like a Dave and Buster type of place where you can go there yeah. and play, like, not necessarily video games, but, like, giant bowling and all that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. they have a couple of those establishments there. I heard uh, they have a cigar bar. There is a cigar bar. There's also a whiskey bar. It's, like, actually a local whiskey place. Done and done. Okay. Um, so, no, they have a few pretty swanky places there. Um, no, it, it's a pretty – I like I, – I'm a big fan of the battery. So, yes, we need to go there. I just, of course, you know, as soon as I saw the news that Battle and Brew is opening at the battery, I was like, oh no, and they're leaving Sandy Springs. This is bullshit. No, this is going to be their second location. Nice. Okay. So the Sandy Springs place that we love and adore will continue to exist, but they will also have a a battery location, which then, I mean, technically they'll have, they'll be connected basically right next to 85 and 75. So they've, they got like the two main spots on the North side of Atlanta. Just take 285 one way and you'll make it there eventually. Well, I mean, so if you got the people like in our area, Sandy Springs and Dunwoody, boom, the Sandy Springs one, you got the ones more over in the Cobb area, Mableton, all that stuff. Boom. You got the battery area. I'm excited. I'll go. I'll go as soon as it opens. I'll go check it out. Definitely, especially since it's opening in 2023, which is, uh, you know, I think a lot of people are going to be much more at ease, hopefully, fingers crossed, about going to places in 2023. Yeah, it it will definitely be at the top of the list. Indubitably. Um, Okay. (laughs) I'm trying, a, a lot of the topics tonight deal with like legal issues and so oh i can bring my law degree to use because i hear on the internet we all have law degrees yes yeah let's okay let's start with a fun one um twitch is in hot water again damn it twitch what'd you do now okay so uh twitch has had you know a lot of issues they really during COVID, they they have had to ban a lot of of uh, creators um, or suspend their accounts or rethink how they do things. Um, they've had tons of uh, issues with hate raids and stuff. Well, uh, on May seventeenth in the in Istanbul, uh, there was a police cyber uh, cybercrime raid that was done on. Um, uh, on an uh, on a location, and it was revealed that up to eighteen individuals were part of a mon- money laundering scheme through Twitch. Mm. 
So what they were doing, just so that you have full scope of it, basically what what these people were, these suspects were doing, were were they were um, basically endorsing specific streamers uh, with uh, stolen debit cards and credit card uh, numbers, and what they were doing, they were transferring it over to the the Twitch. Um, currency called bits what they do is they would just you know they would award the streamer bits and then of course the streamer would uh then hand over you know a, probably some percentage of it in cash to these individuals hence laundering people will take it's like that uh, what's that saying this is why we can't have nice things yep is people will take things that have good intentions and Bring it to hell in the head basket. It reminds me of what I used to wait tables. The trick was, is if you had like, back when people actually paid in cash, I mean, this is 20 years ago, is if you had like four people at a table and they all got sodas, that's like $10 in drinks. Mm -hmm. And so if the table paid in cash, as a waiter, you would close out the table except for the drinks. Ah. And so you just carry those beverages over and the bill would list out the beverages so you know the things are being charged but then basically the server would pocket that ten dollars plus to tip and just continue to play basically a shell game of soda drinks on tables nice yeah i mean when it comes to money people will find ingenious ways of shuffling around the currency now of course if you want to talk about shuffling around the currency uh if uh, if you've been paying attention, the uh, NCAA, the National Ooh. Collegiate Athletics Association, sure, uh, sure, um, they of course have allowed for NIL, which is name, image, image likeness like rights, um, yeah. which basically allows for boosters to to kind of give you de money. Uh oh, Zelius, is that on your side? Yes, I pressed that button on my keyboard. That I didn't know what I was going to do. That was interesting. <laughs> um, ba basically, a lot of people uh, there. There's been quite some uh, interesting stories coming out about college football and NILs, uh, yeah. and people, and a lot of shots fired as to certain universities basically buying their team thanks to the money in the NILs. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, yeah, money. Money changing hands is always an interesting thing, and of course, when you when it becomes digital, there's always going to be someone who's trying to game in the system. I and uh, here's and here is the uh, uh, here's the evidence right here. Eighteen individuals uh, in Turkey, um, and apparently, let's see here. I don't know how long they've been doing this, but I mean, that's they can make a hell of a lot of money. And it just disappear because when you when you change it into bits, it's just the money goes into Twitch. It does you can't you know, um, it's 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 an exchange, so yeah. it kind of loses the trail, so to speak. Yeah, it's yeah. I, mm, I never purchased a bit myself. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've never purchased bits either. Uh, but since I'm a uh, Amazon Prime member, so then I have Twitch Prime, so I can gift subscriptions. Oh. Um. Oh, that's what those little icons are. Those are bits. Yeah. Uh, I never actually noticed. <laughs> never really paid attention. Oh, I mean, maybe not gonna lie. Really, outside of uh, Alt Confusion, I don't really use. Twitch. Um, wow. You can buy 25,000 bits for $308. Good gosh. Yup. That, that, that's a lot. Yes. Um, if uh, I do want to, uh, but yeah, so we can't have nice things. That's, that's basically the, the but Let's talk about something nice that you could have if you are a Dungeons and Dragons player. Um, 
Hasbro, the parent company to Dungeons and Dragons, uh, developer, uh, Wiz- Wizards of the Coast, um, have acquired the uh, D&D Beyond, which is basically the uh, the digital marketplace. Hmm. And I, from now until May 25th, yeah. you can get uh, the digital a digital copy of the Penny Arcade um, uh, Acquisitions Incorporated campaign book for free. Now, of course, if you want to, uh, if you want to buy the the actual uh, hardback, which I might actually have, I don't remember if I have or not, but uh, the the hardback is uh, fifty bucks. But you could get the digital version for free until May twenty fifth. It's 224 pages. You know, I'm not going to lie. Like, I have honestly not been to Penny Arcade in years. It's probably been since maybe like two years removed from my last PAX visit, which is like 2012 or 2013. Like, I definitely went in a phase. Like, there was a couple of years there where, like, my morning routine was to open up, like, a tab of, like, five webcomics yeah, I kind of like spend my morning like Penny carried was one of them. I could probably look at one of my old profiles and find like the various ones I would open in the morning and like I'd look at them. But I haven't done that in ages. I don't know why. I just one day I stopped looking at webcomics, I guess. You know, it's probably when this Hawk and Germ show stopped is when I probably stopped. The doing Hawk and Germ show. That was before we went to PAX. Not Hawk and Germ, good gosh. The Hawk and Steve. Oh, the webcomic. Our our webcomic. Okay. Yeah, that's probably probably after that. I'm like, well, there's no point in ever looking at webcomic again because nothing can ever live up to the glory and awesomeness the, of this. And everything is just a dim reflection of the Hawk and Steve. Yes. Uh <laughs> I can't believe you <laughs> the Hawk and Germ show. That was a that was a Winthrop radio uh talk show that myself and uh, the German um, used to do uh, for, I guess, a year. No, I'm, I'm probably honestly thinking of it because we were talking about him at our get-together a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So he's still in mind, but nope, the Hawkins Steve. Com- webcomic, yeah. Yeah, yep. there we go. So, but yeah, um, actually, to be honest with you, I think uh, I think the last time that I did any, if I even looked at a Penny Arcade-esque thing, was there... Um, they did a uh, a pilot series. Oh, excuse me, called um, Automata, I believe. It was actually really good. It was a. I think they did it through Kickstarter. Uh, it was just a a web series, a couple episodes about uh, a um, uh, a dead set in his ways detective having to be paired up with uh, an automaton, an android trying to sa- solve a murder and then how it quickly goes sideways because because um, they used to penny arcade uh, from time to time would do those like offshoot um like series just to change things up makes sense yeah but man i haven't i haven't actually been there in a long time yeah but anyways it was one of the ogs I, I will I will tell you that I have I have actually attended one of the live uh, acquisitions incorporated um, uh, sessions during one of the packs I went to and it was a lot of fun they know their stuff and 224 page pages uh, that's that's really fleshed out and and if hmm. anyone's looking for a cool and interesting campaign I I'd grab that in a heartbeat. Actually, I might actually go grab it after the show. Nice. Um, but yeah. Now, let's get back to some more serious news. Um, we're going to save that one for last. Serious right. news? That's just let's talk thing. about gambling. Like... Are we playing poker? Are we playing like the slots? Is this like scratch off tickets from the gas station? What kind of gambling we got, sir? This okay. So 
So for those out there who have been gaming for quite a while, you know that there was this loot box controversy many years ago where you're basically gambling to for a chance at a rare item. Sometimes oh, yeah. it happens, sometimes it didn't. And so uh, that, was that, loot, man. that got stomped out. Now, what was interesting, and I thought about this at the time, and this, and this has actually... Uh, continue to occur is what about digital collectible card packs? Oh, because technically, I mean, well, it doesn't even have to be digital, but when you buy a card pack, you don't know what you're getting. You are literally gambling. Uh, you don't get a refund. It's not like, or uh, I, I know that there are certain people like, but this is my 10th, you know, mega Charizard which would probably actually be really expensive. So let's go with, uh, I'm going Pokemon here because it's the quickest thing off the top of my head because I just, uh, my son is, in fact, uh, Finn, my, my youngest, is infatuated with reading the Pokemon stat book. Uh, so just go with Magikarp. So you got your 12th Magikarp, uh, which is doesn't do anything. The card's crap. Um, but, you know. 12 white manas and nothing else. <laughs> and yeah. you're a black deck. Yeah. Uh, but so, you know, I've always seen that as gambling. And of course, I was. What about oh, baseball cards, man? You open up a baseball card pack. Any any sports cards, because you don't know what the value you're You're paying a set price. And what's in that may not equal the value that you just paid for. Yeah. Anyways. So uh, collectible card game, digital collectible card game. Uh, Blizzard is under fire because. Um, there is a proposed class action lawsuit, um, being filed against Blizzard for card packs and Hearthstone. Now, the, the, the extra little twist here is the fact that the purchaser is a minor. Mm. Um, the, the father is the one who's actually filing the suit, um, he, the lawsuit is on behalf of his child and claims that Blizzard is using unlawful, deceptive, and misleading tactics in Hearthstones. Specifically, him and it, he and his lawyer uh, claim in court documents that Blizzard allows kids and teens to pay real-world currency to gamble on winning in-game items and won't provide refunds even when the purchases are made by minors, which technically, you know, as a minor... You you're not supposed to be making digital um, purchases. You have you you need an adult. Yes. So. Uh, Was there more to the story? No, it's just he's the legal team argues that children comprise a large segment of the of the Blizzard's uh, Hearthstone audience. Now. Let me just say that this is not just a Hearthstone issue. I mean, you could go with any digital collectible card uh, game that uh, out there that you have to use real-world currency in order to get special packs to then potentially get cards that will, you know, hopefully enhance your chances of winning, which some would say it's gambling pay to win. Zelius? Well, I mean, it's two things. One, yes, there is a gambling aspect of it. But I think part of it is what is the predatory nature and incentive incentivizedness of that kind of gambling? Um, where if you think of a game like Magic or Hearthstone, for that matter, where it's centered around that um, – and you know kind of what you're getting into almost, in my view at least, with a CCG game where you kind of have to gamble to open up packs to do it um, is a little bit different to me than a game like, um, oh, what's that stupid game? AFK Heroes, mm -hmm. where it's like you literally just cannot advance further in the storyline if you're not continually pumping money into that game and you have no way to get it. So there are a little bit of what is kind of that treadmill almost look like from a psychological perspective. But then the other big point, which I think you'd probably agree with on is where the hell were the parents in all this? 
Um, and that we've talked all the time about, like, you know, you hear stories of, you know, a game like AFK Heroes is actually not a bad example where a kid will go purchase like $200 in loot. Well, guess what? Pretty much every single, because like that, for instance, goes to the Apple Pay services because you're an yep. Apple platform, you have to. Yep. Every single one of those platforms, we all know, have ways to basically lock down financial purchases. Even me, myself, I load gift cards onto my purchasing accounts. Like I don't actually have my credit card directly attached to like Apple Pay, Nintendo, Sony, all that other stuff. I'll load up gift cards and then that is what I load into those accounts. So on one hand, is there a gambling aspect to it? Yeah, I don't think there's really already any argument that there's not, let's be honest. But at the same time, I also have a really hard time. I don't have a hard time supporting in some ways eliminating the gambling aspect. I'm actually, I think there's good arguments for that, but I think we can also separate arguments over here of maybe we shouldn't have gambling versus a argument over here where guess what? Right now it is legal. That's just the way it is. So buckle up and don't be a dumbass when it comes to how your kids have access to that digital content. It's your job as a parent to do the research of like, oh, this can happen. Maybe I should just have my credit cards attached to that Hearthstone account where they can go purchasing $1,000 of content because that's just being stupid. So, okay. Um, yes, you're absolutely right. There are, there are definitely tons of ways to, to lock things down. Even if you have your, uh, for Apple Pay, for example, uh, if it's an in-app purchase, uh, it does require a secondary um, confirmation, um, a facial recognition or, or a pin, depending on how you set it up. So, you know, uh, at bare minimum, there should be like a two-factor authentication to, uh, or some kind of like a double check to make sure. Um, but yes. That's I, fair. I, I, I too... Um, my kids, any any games my kids have access to, there is no like card attached to. Um, if there's an online component where they could get like DLC, there is no. Uh, there's no way that they could purchase it. Um, it will just say we need your information or something like that, and then yeah. I'll be like, no. Um, but. Uh, and as far as I know, pretty much every payment service. Zelius, you muted or something. Zelius, your mic died. I think Rose just chewed through the wires, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure that what Zelius was trying to tell you was something earth shattering. So we're going to. Is that better? There you go. He's back. <laughs> You hit the mouse just right to turn off my mic. Good job. Okay, so okay. you, as you were saying. Even though the two-factor authentication is actually a good idea, I have not actually looked into that. But at a minimum, they all still, as far as I know, when you're purchasing more stuff than like the original base game, mm -hmm. still requires at least entering in your password again. So at some point, you had to have saved your password into that payment system. You know what I mean? Okay. Yep. I think, like, as far as I know, of any game I've played, like, the credit card might be attached to the website, like to Blizzard or my Apple Pay, but I'm still entering in that password a second time to kind of log into that portal to confirm, yes, I really want to purchase. I'm be totally honest with you. I I have not purchased anything that was not like in app in a while. I haven't like. That, but I know for like on my iPhone, I have to do facial recognition or a pen in order to um, to purchase anything. Uh, but I, I cannot remember. I will say it, it, like on the iPhone and some of those games, mm -hmm. they actually they really make it very easy sometimes to click. I want to buy this without realizing it. And if you're not careful, like you can double tap that side button pretty easily. So. 
you do have to be aware sometimes that they definitely try to gamify. Maybe I could get this person to accidentally purchase this, and maybe they didn't mean to. Oh no, I I, I don't know about accidentally purchasing it, but getting to that to that buy screen, dear God. Yeah. Uh, sometimes they make those X's really small. Yep. Um, but okay, so here's the thing. Um, at the end of the day, I, I'm you know, uh. You, you got to keep an eye. You can't have – you can't – parents out there, be aware that if you if your credit card information is connected to something, there's a very good chance that your children are going to find a way to mm-hmm. purchase stuff, thinking that nothing's really happening when, in fact, your credit card is getting destroyed. Uh, I remember many, many years ago, I think there was um, someone from um, England who – it was a mother who – ended up having like 700 pounds worth of uh, uh, Farmville purchases put on it. Cause you know, just click there, click here, click here. And the, the kids wanted to have the best farm. Um, and, and total transparency. I mean, totally honest with you, I do not like Hearthstone. I think that Hearthstone by itself is a game of chance, which of course is what gambling is. So I'm not really surprised anyone's gone. You know, card packs for Hearthstone are gambling. But be honest with you, any card pack is you're gambling with the fact that you don't know what you're getting. Yep. Uh, there's a you might get the super uber rare card, or more likely than not, uh, you'll probably get like four common cards, and uh, and they're all gonna be duplicates. I mean, think it. it's just, it is kind of sliding scale of gambling because you know at one end, I probably put a game like AFK Heroes at pretty high on the gambling scale. Mm-hmm. Then kind of down from there, I probably put the CCGs. Mm-hmm. But even a game like World of Warcraft, right? You're thinking, of, oh, it's an MMO, but you're still gambling to go get that fat purple loot at the end of a dungeon raid. But are now, you paying for it though? What? Well, um, I, te- I guess technically you pay a subscription, but I don't yeah, know if you were restricted like, that I mean, I put, it at, I put it at the very low end of gambling. I mean, right. probably not really gambling in a traditional sense, but there's definitely like a scale. Well, but so that's, that's, but that's, token, it is hard to just be like, well, gambling should be legal in video games. Well, you'd stop playing all video games. Yeah, it's not quite that easy. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 look, game of chance, which, of, which is what a lot of people are going to reference as gambling. And when they do the lawsuits, uh, it's a game of chance because you know there's a chance you might get some good. There's but yeah. there's a much better chance you're going to get some bad. But if you really want to broaden that, any it's more like playing the lotto or entering a raffle, right? I mean, um, Dungeons and Dragons, you're rolling a six sided die. You're gambling with your life every time you roll for an initiative. You puny noob. I'm rolling a D20, not a six. Come on. Whoa, man, you got a big battle axe, bro. Boom. But no, seriously, I, I mean, I, I'll be very interested to see if this actually goes anywhere in the in, Ari- in the Arizona court system. Um, but if you have children, if you're a parent, or you have children, or perhaps you have friends who have children, make sure that they understand that if their credit card information is anywhere close to their Steam account, their uh, uh, Battle.net, uh, app, uh, the the Apple Store, the Google Play Store, whatever. Kids are going to find a way of, oh, look, it says five ninety nine, but I don't actually have to put five ninety nine into the machine, so it must be free. Because <laughs> yep. believe me, there are kids out there who believe that, uh, well, the the, the computer or the PlayStation didn't make me put my money in like a vending machine, so I get, I thought it was free. You know what I miss? Huh. Are arcades with quarters. Like, you actually, like, you physically knew how many lives you had left to die. No, you oh, didn't, you- because all those damn arcade machines, some arcade machines, one, uh, it some arcade machines, you put in 50 cents and you play until you die. Other ones... You put 50 cents in and you get to play the next level. And they have to put another 50 cents in for continuing. That's gambling, damn it. Yeah, look, the, any video game you play, there is a ga- there, there's a game of chance 
if I swing, am I going to kill the enemy or not? I mean, that is a chance. That's why skee-ball is the best game ever. It's you versus the ball in the ramp. Right. Anyway. But, but yeah, I once again, I know we've said this a million times. Be sure if if you want to be safe, gift cards only attached to you know if if, if you're a play if you're a Sony PlayStation person, only the PlayStation gift cards, and if you're Nintendo Switch, only that so that there's a set amount or or don't have the only purchase that amount of credits or coins or whatever specifically when you want to buy something and otherwise do not have anything that's attached to those systems so that you can't get screwed in the end. Well, and I know, obviously, I'm not a parent, but I would also think at a certain age, I'll grant you, it would also be a good lesson in like financial responsibility in that, let's just say, you know, your kid turns 10, you give them, let's just say, a $50 Nintendo card. Mm -hmm. And it's like, here you go for the next I don't know, year, you have this $50 card to spend, you don't get any for the rest of the year. So now they can learn, oh, wow, I spent that $50 in the first week. I literally have nothing rest to spend for the last two years. You know what I mean? So it can right. also be, from a parent's perspective, a good way to also kind of teach that financial literacy, what it means to actually have an income and then spending it, you know, all at once or not all at once. It's right. To you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. That's, and that's in a nice, safe environment, too, where you're not going to lose your house because you spent it all gambling. And because you put it on a specific gift card, it's not like they could spend it somewhere else. Exactly. That's the key thing, yeah. They didn't go spend it on all that Mountain Dew at the convenience store instead. What are you trying to say, Zelius? You got a problem with my Mountain Dew drinking? Where is your Mountain Dew? It's behind me. Just making sure. On the floor, there's. I'm I still. I I've still got five. I've still got uh, uh, three full uh, code reds and three full regular Mountain Dews to swish around. Actually, no, that's that's an absolute lie because I've got uh, two more of each in my trunk. So I just haven't taken it out yet. I have not seen you do the do in too long, sir. It's because I I've. I, I'm trying to not do it as often. I'm trying to do like two cups a day. Kind of like, you know, like regulating your coffee drinker or something. There you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's pause real quick for uh, friends of the show. These are the amazing people who help Ultra Confusion be the the Ultra Confusion that you, you see and love. So without further ado, let us start off with the Indie Cluster. The Indie Cluster is an organization of independent game developers that want to gain exposure by being involved in the community. They collectively journey to popular conferences as traveling booth to help gain attention for their games. They make partnerships in local communities to bring games to the mainstream mindset. They highlight local, unusual, and rare concepts to challenge the paradigm of the common. They also host events to teach kids and minority groups about game development to hopefully one day enter the industry themselves. For more information, go to IndieCluster.com. That's I-N-D-I-E-C-L-U-S-T-E-R.com. And oh, by the way, Indie Cluster will indeed be at Momocon. Nice! Uh, the next one is uh, an amazing individual that we met at the convention that shall not be named, and I believe he will be working Momocon. That, of course, is Noodle Boy Media. Founded in 2015 by Andrew Tran, Noodle Boy Media, previously Whack Kid 47 Media, is your choice for professional photo shoots and panel recordings at conventions. They pride themselves in providing a high level of professionalism, top-notch experiences, and quality services. If you want more information and to view their full list of services, check out facebook.com slash Media. And another organization or amazing individual that will be at Momocon, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you about Hirokiopractic. Hirokiopractic is a unique healthcare practice set up by Ryan Moore. The company's focus to elevate a patient's experience of freedom, creative expression, and joy. They believe that everyone can be a hero and has incredible heroic potential inside themselves waiting to be unleashed. Hero Chiropractic focuses on mobile chiropractic care in the greater Atlanta area. They are committed to healing clients by creating a plan of action uniquely suited for each person. They make that plan of action as convenient and affordable as possible and most importantly suited to your individual needs. For more information, go to herochiropractic.com. 
momocon.com. And by the way, if you go by his table at Momocon, you can get an adjustment at a discounted rate. Like right there? Yep. He'll That's have crazy, everything there. Sir. And ladies and gentlemen, the last friends of the show that we have to give a shout out to is Crosspad Creative. Need a new logo or want to work on a full branding or content strategy? Or maybe you need music or audio for your content. Crosspad Creative offers a whole host of solutions for individuals and small businesses. Just email Josh at crosspadcreative at gmail.com and see what he can do for you. Nice. I'm, I'll have to check to see if Josh will be at CrossPad, but it would be funny as heck. Uh, sorry, not CrossPad, at, at Momocon, because it would be funny if all the friends of the show were at Momocon. Maybe we could have like a, a celebratory drink together. Nice. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, I would hate myself if I didn't give this shout out. Of course, uh, Ultra Confusion has been a part of a specific charity for 11 years straight. So ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you that we will be uh, proudly fundraising for Extra Life for the 11th straight year. Extra Life is gamers doing what they do best, game, to help sick and injured children at their chosen Children's Miracle, ne Children's Miracle Network Hospital. The money that we raise through Extra Life will go directly to Children's Healthcare Atlanta as unrestricted funds. This means that the hospital decides where and how to spend the money to ensure the dollars we raise make the biggest impact in the lives of the children they treat. So if you have the capacity don't, to donate, please go to extra-life.org and search for Altered Confusion. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I know that there are some people out there who are just dying to know, how do I become a friend of the show? Well, I'm about to tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, Altered Confusion... <clears throat> Survives on the love and support of fans like you. And so we have a Patreon page. Patreon lets you, the fans, the lovers, the haters, the supporters, demigods, gods, interdimensional beings, aliens, uh, specters, mummies, vampires, werewolves, and a whole strew of other things to become active participants in the work we love through a monthly membership. This gives you access to exclusive content, community, and insight into our creative process. In exchange, we gain a bit more freedom to do our best work and the stability we need to build an even stronger creative career. Currently, we have two different tiers. There is the $1 tier, which is $1 a month or $12 a year, and that will give you access to the early access playthroughs and, of course, all the patron-only posts that go up on Patreon. Now, if you want to take it a step up and you actually want to uh, not only have access to the early access playthroughs and the patron-only posts, but perhaps you want to be someone who is involved with having their name displayed during the Thursday Night Hangout. Well, that is the $5 uh, tier, which is $5 a month or $60 a year. And that, of course, will get your name or organization added to the thank you section of every single Thursday Night Hangout. And, of course, the early access to the playthroughs and the ability to to see the posts that are patron only. So if you want to become a patron, either at the $1 or the $5 a month level, go to Patreon, which that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Altered Confusion. So many choices. Yes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you, for some reason, decide you do not want to support us financially, but you want to give us something to show off on one of our shows. We do have a mailing address for you to send something to Alter Confusion. So ladies and gentlemen, if you do want to send something, perhaps a Funko Pop, perhaps some cat food or kitty litter for Zelius' master, or perhaps you want to feed the myself. Mountain Dew addiction, uh, all you got to do is mail it to 1551 Dunwoody, that's D-U-N-W-O-D-Y, Village Parkway, number, this is super important, number 88276. That is the P.O. Box number. If you do not include it, it will not get to us. So once again, number 88276. The city is Dunwoody, D-U-N-W-O-O-D-Y, Georgia, 30338. All right. Now, the final story that we have. Uh, in the list. Now, of course, if you, once again, if you have a story that or a question that you would like to ask, just drop it in the chat and we, we will get to it uh, if we have time. But the final story has to do with um, what happened in Buffalo. Mm. Um, 
This past Saturday, an 18-year-old white man named Peyton uh, Gendron uh, opened fire on a supermarket in Buffalo. He killed 10 people and injured three. Uh, The vast majority of them were African-American. And uh, there's quite a few pieces to the story to unpack. The first is that he utilized uh, Discord to plan out his, his attack. Um, he then drove 200 miles in full tactical gear and he succeeded for a brief moment in live streaming his shooting on Twitch. Um, now of course he is, he was arrested and he is now entered a plea of not guilty to first degree murder. Um, so. Uh, now, of course, there are those individuals out there who will immediately point the finger at something that only us youngins will understand. And that, of course, is it's got to be video games. Uh, a news anchor uh, uh, asked uh, a guest if, let's see here, um, the news anchor, John Scott from Fox News, Asked the the expert, it seems like things have gotten so much worse since video games became so realistic and so violent. Have you done research or learned that video games tend to just desensitize people to actually result to the actual result of pulling a trigger? Uh, Okay. That is quite the logical leap of conclusions. Well, to be honest with you, it's leading. I mean, the dude's like, he's trying to make you say yes. Um, an individual, yes, is there violence in video games? Absolutely. But does violence in video games make everyone violent? No. No. It has never and will continue to not ever, um, until we have, what was, what's that terrible movie? Um, where people basically like jump into like Android bodies and do the murders through them. Minority reports. Oh, it's a gamer with, uh, Oh yeah. Gerald. What's yeah. his name? Garenhold. Whatever. Bear, uh, Butler. No. Ger- yeah. Whatever. Anyways. Uh, Gerard Butler. There you go. Um, please. Uh, th- let, let's, let's, first of all I do not like that TV station Um, Mm. they have very leading opinions and they they are also that's besides one Um, I do want to just point out for those out there who you know may want to understand that there is more uh, out there than violent video games to make people violent uh, this gentleman uh, the, the shooter actually had a 180-page manifesto, um, and uh, he clear uh, he openly stated, especially in the manifesto, about being a racist. Um, oh. So that it, he it had not, he did in that manifesto there was no mention of video games. There's no Call of Duty or Manhunt or um, Battlefield. That's ones for you. Uh, Sam, um, but seriously, like, stop, please, for the love of God, stop. Uh, now, uh, maybe look at exactly what he wrote of basically the white manifesto. Yes. Now I will, I will say that the, the special guest that was on this news program did not really do, uh, video game developers or fans any, uh, he didn't really help us at all uh his statement which was very vague which i'm sure that's what he wanted uh, he said i think in terms of causation what the information shows us is that as we become more disenfranchised as individuals and groups people leave a faith for example the human uh, sorry the family units become smaller or more disconnected we live further distances we're communicating through a medium that was never really intended for human beings, which is online. 
or through texting or these kinds of things. We get separated as humans to have connections that build inner morality. So did he answer the question about video games? No. But, of course, you have those individuals who will take those leaps of faith. Basically, the way that I re read it is uh, social media is the devil. Which, yes. What a load of freaking full-of-yourself hogwash crap. Now, this, this individual who, who uh, that I just quoted, his name is Bernard Zapor. He was a former special agent for the Firearms Division of the Department of Justice, and he is currently a college instructor in criminal justice. Um, but that being said, um, the, the, since he phrased it the way that he did, I blame COVID. Because I mean, that does you can you could tag COVID the the disconnect from uh, indiv the individuals. Um, they're having to connect through a medium that wasn't intended. You know, I can only do FaceTime with you because I don't want you know I don't want to accidentally kill my parents with some kind of rare disease. Um, well, you know what else probably didn't help over the years? It's like disenfranchisement of like entire minority groups of disproportionately sending certain races to prison, therefore destroying those nuclear families, or, oh, I don't know, a history of segregation and slavery, maybe? I don't know. Uh, I'm sure I, that, I'm sure I had no effect on the family union either. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not. Uh, At least not the white family union. Oh, wait. Okay. Um, I'll stop now. <laughs> yeah look here here's the you you got you you stop i mean um yeah i, I parents watch watch over your kids make sure they are watching appropriate tv shows and movies and reading appropriate books and playing appropriate, you know, uh, uh, video games, uh, playing appropriate uh, recreational games. I mean, look. I mean, for the age of 13, Arnold Schwarzenegger taught me what it was to be a true hero. <laughs> look, here, here's the deal. You, if, if you, I mean, no. <laughs> Look here, here, here's here's the perfect example. Um, my son and I went to a father and son uh, uh, camp retreat this past weekend. Nice. And my son, for the very first time in his entire life, picked up an air rifle. Yeah. Uh, and he was really excited about it. He was also really scared, but he was really excited about it. He pulled the trigger. Dead bullseye. Never touched a gun in his life. Dead bullseye. But it does, is he now a mass murderer? No, because he understood. He understands that that was okay in that specific example, or that that juncture. I mean, because you actually talk to your child. Yes, yeah, that that helps if you actually talk to your children. No. No, I you know I don't know. Um. Yeah, let let's let's let's. I'm going to throw an extra story here on the end, and oh. that is that um, uh, Disney Plus uh, Disney has confirmed that there is a new Daredevil series coming. Oh, I did not actually see that. Yeah, it's going to be. Um, it is going to be from the the co creators of the TV show Covert Affairs. Oh yeah. Um. Let's see here. I'm trying to. I'm hoping that Charlie Cox will will reprise his role as Daredevil. I, I would. He needs to, or it's not Daredevil. I've like, but the thing is, look, Vincent. Um, uh, I can never pronounce his <laughs> last name. Da Donofrio, sure. who is Kingpin in that series, and also reprised his role in um the disney series um 
uh, Hawkeye. So he's probably he probably will be a part of it. It only makes sense. I mean, but man, Disney Plus is pumping out a ton of MCU TV shows right now. I mean, they're printing money right now for Disney. It's a whole universe, and makes sense for them. Uh, they're they're about to um, they're about to release the She Hulk She Hulk Attorney at Law. Um, uh, Disney Plus series, which will be very interesting. And, you know, a lot of people are like, well, since they've got a female lawyer, they've, you know, that's why they're bringing back Daredevil so they can have the male lawyer as well. Like, that's stupid, but... What? Um, uh, mm, that's an interesting theory. <laughs> like, sure, why not? Um, I'm, I'm very interested to see Loki Season 2. Um... I just watched the first two episodes of Moon Knight, and I am so confused. <laughs> so confused. <sighs> so I still have not given in to the Disney Plus yet. You're a, well, you don't have kids. Um, we well, had to get Disney Plus simply because we wanted to have uh, access to the plethora of Disney movies. Well, I mean, all the Disney shows, especially like Mandalorian, Loki, and those... They are absolutely 100% on my list to watch. They're phenomenal. I was just, what's that? Those, those are phenomenal. I'm just deciding how far do I let them go before I'm like, all right, it's time to get them and just go hog wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I, I'm sure that if you, if, if, if the itch gets strong enough, you'll cave. Yes, this is true. Um, but yeah, I Moon Knight is weird, but I, I'm I'm all in for all the MCU TV shows. There's a new one coming. There's a new one that was also announced called Echo, uh, which is a spinoff of the uh, the Hawkeye series. Oh, not Echo the Dolphin. No, no, not ECCO. <laughs> that wonderful gem on what was it the Genesis or was it the Saturn? Which one was Echo? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the Sega Genesis. I'm almost positive. Let's see. It was the Sega. Sega. Yeah, it was Genesis. Yeah, I got one thing right at least. Uh, the there was Sega CD Echo, the Tides of Time. Or you could buy it on Steam. Echo? Yeah. No. Yeah, Echo the Dolphin on Steam. <coughs> I it, know it's that. not it's not gonna tax your machine, that's for sure. Oh my gosh. Speaking of Steam though, I have like uh I finally broke down and bought um uh the game uh called or a game called The Gunk. Uh, it's by the same people who made all of the uh, Steam World games, and already beat the Gunk, which was an interesting game, very environmental, but not bad. Like it's one of those things where like we make fun of Echo because I know it's a game, but is it really a game you actually play? Like you play it, but I don't think there's actually a game. You know what I mean? Look, look. I uh, to 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 emphasize Zelius's point. Uh, when I typed in Echo the Dolphin, when I Googled Echo the Dolphin, you know how on Google they'll have the section people also ask? Yeah. The first one is, what was the point of Echo the Dolphin? Yes, exactly. Like, you're a dolphin. Maybe that's the point of being a dolphin. Maybe you got that to explore is the, the ocean as a dolphin. It's very meta. It's actually deeper than we knew. It wasn't as meta as, what the hell was that other one? The one where you were raising a, a fish that had like the face of a human. It was on the Dreamcast, I want to say. I don't know. I never had a Dreamcast. That was messed up. Not well. Not very many people had it, unless you're in Brazil. There, that the development, the indie development industry for Dreamcast in Brazil is crazy. It's just crazy, man. Yes, yes, it is. Um, but yeah, Echo the Dolphin. 
How the hell did we get to Echo the Dolphin? Oh, because we were talking about the MCU Disney. stuff. You know, same thing. Yeah. Mm. Um, I did just post uh, the review for Nobody Saves the Day. Uh, expect quite a few, if I get a second, quite a few reviews coming. Um, I've got, I need to write a review for uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, a game called Citizen Sleeper. And I feel like there's one more, but maybe I'm wrong. Nah, but wait. Did anybody die? Rogue Legacy 2. Hmm? Did anybody die? In which one? Wasn't the one called like Nobody Dies? Oh, Nobody Saves the World. Oh, Nobody Saves the World. Mm -hmm. Was the world saved? By nobody, if you play it right. But nobody has to be somebody. You are a nobody. You have no skills whatsoever. However, if you complete enough quests and you grind, you can unlock the ability to transform into other forms that are not a nobody and you can save the world. Oh, interesting. But these forms are not your general, are not all the generic ones. Uh, you know, like there, there is the thief, there is the, um, like the swordsman, but there's also slug and ghost and zombie and robot and dragon and horse. And they're all very, very important. So, but it, it was, it was, that game did grinding perfect because yeah, actually, you didn't mind the grinding. Well, because there was there was a rhyme and reason for it. It wasn't oh, I just gotta have to level this guys up. It was in order to unlock this part of the game, I need to successfully pull off this specific skill fifty times on on enemies. Complete it. Get you complete the thing. You get some points. You get enough points. You can level up that specific class, um, which then could open up the ability for more skills or perhaps open up a new class to play around with so many options the um oh and you can also uh, there's also an egg um that you could transform into what kind of egg that would be a spoiler sir ah i see but you have let's just say that there are humongous bird nests hidden throughout the game that if you find them all, the egg will hatch. Nice. Um, there's also the bodybuilder. You can also be the bodybuilder. Uh, oh, and the mermaid. Mermaid. Though the mermaid, something wrong with that girl. <laughs> but seriously, it, it's, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it, it, it's, um, I could, I would have a very hard time seeing many people playing that game specifically the same way because there's so much variety where you can mix and match skills uh, where you could be the, the robot, but then have uh, like a zombie skill uh, and uh, like a, uh, an assassin skill or something kind of like bundled up to give you the best chance to survive uh, your entire thing. So but Surviving yeah. is key, is it not? Indubitably. Um <laughs> Really? Yes. Yes. Was really. that necessary? She's going to keep doing it. Uh, so uh, I, I, let me just reiterate, ladies and gentlemen, there will not be a show next week. Uh, it's not because we don't want to do it. It's just that uh, Alter Confusion will be, or I will be at Momocon. No attempt to live stream it this year? I'll have to look at the room. Since we're in a different hall, I'm not sure. I want to say that our room is 204, but I could be wrong. I'll have to double check that. Um, I do know that we, that I have squared away the elect, uh, the electrical for the table. So we are all set. I've got my, my electrical stuff. I've got my, my parking pass. That's the other reason why I'm not going, not going to try to move in on Wednesday. I'm going to do on Thursday because my parking pass starts on Thursday. Um, you have your electrical generator to bring in to power everything with a diesel engine. No. 
no, bring no, it no. in just like no but i tell you what that 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 stupid form to like pay for electric is a racket holy cow if you're not careful you could um be on you know on the hook for seven hundred dollars when all it really all you really needed to spend was 179 does it ask you for like your expected amperage usage or something? And if you and so you, you know, you've got different levels of amperage, but you also but there's all this other stuff like running lines and doing setup and breakdown right. and all this stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? Thankfully, all I had to do is buy the the 500 watt uh, outlet or whatever it is, um, which I won't that, hit. That, that that would be plenty. Yes, and that's the smallest one they have. Nice. But anyways, uh, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we will see you in two weeks. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone for tuning in to the Ultra Confusion Thursday Night Hangout. For myself, Charlie, and Zelius, it's been a pleasure to give you the camera heads, our mouths, and of course, our hearts. We'll be back next in two weeks. So have fun and stay young. Remember, kids, keep on gaming at Momocon. Amen to that, brother.